When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Well, look at us. We actually made it through the 2020 Christmas holiday unscathed and here, alive and well, and well-fed with uh, at least one of us with grape nuts. Well-fed with grape nuts. <laughs> That's true. I'm gonna, and I'm going to be well-fed yeah, with grape yeah. nuts for a long yeah, yeah. time. Got to uh, tell you, I, this is just a great story. <laughs> Uh, before we even give you the phone number, Tom loves grape nuts. The original grape nuts, the crunchy chunks that break your teeth. Those those grape yeah. nuts. <laughs> I do. I love those things. Yeah. He loves Delicious. grape nuts. You know, at, yeah. and if you'll notice, he's got no molars, but he loves his <laughs> grape nuts. So to, he goes to the store like every day, wandering the aisles going, any grape nuts, sir? And they still have the tag up there. Every store you go to that does, says grape nuts. Then you look, and there's nothing. Does anyone on the have grape nuts shelf. for a poor soul on Christmas? <laughs> May I have more grape nuts, sir? And nobody has grape nuts. So what he did I one know. day is he goes, "Hey, Don, you're good on the internet. What the heck happened to grape nuts?" So I look around. I don't know. It turns out there's a national grape nut shortage. Who knew? But it, there's no, there's no written, nothing written about it. I found a little written about it. Not a lot. There's yeah. some, but yeah. there's a national grape nut shortage. Apparently, the two things that people need most in a pandemic are is toilet paper and breakfast cereal. That's yeah. you, if you have toilet paper and breakfast cereal, you're set. And you know, grape nuts. They you eat those things. They like sit there for a week. <laughs> Probably <laughs> true. <laughs> so anyway, Tom wrote a note to post. They said, yeah, we're having a little grape nuts problem. For Christmas, yesterday morning, Tom <laughs> wanders sleepily down the stairs, strolls over to the tree and what looks underneath. Hear? And Santa, what does Santa bring? A case of grape nuts. Can you believe that? I'm so happy Santa was looking out for you, Thomas. You know how long I'm going to be eating grape nuts now? I for, I, uh, I told my daughter, I told you better hope I live because if I don't you guys you got to eat the grape nuts. nuts. Years, I know. No one else will touch those so things, so you I, better get with it. I hope all of you got your special grape nuts too. 855-935-talk is our phone number 855-935-8255. We don't normally talk about grape nuts. But it's a holiday, so we figured we could. Uh, we generally talk about money, and we talk about how you manage money and how you can better manage money and some of the things you do that sort of mess up your financial life. And one of the things you do is you ruminate. You do. You kind of sit around and go, oh, like, like we did yesterday or day before yesterday when we were worrying about Tom's grape nuts. Oh, there are no grape nuts in the world. What are you trying to do? Were you playing music? No, that's my 
That's that's my text sound. I forgot to oh, turn off. Oh, Yeah, that's a little trumpet. Yeah, comes on. Yeah, little trumpet. Yeah, you know, I mean, here's the thing. I get to see the business end of what you just said a lot. You you get to see the business end of what? Which horse? Well, of of people ruminating, people worrying, people considering. I'm nervous because I got one this week. Said not ready to invest this year because too nervous about the current market right now. Not ready to invest this year because too nervous about the current market right now. I am trying to, I'm going to turn over a new leaf in the new year, and it's almost here. So I'm going to do this first. I'm going to take a deep breath and center myself before telling all of you that is the dumbest thing to think. It really is. Uh, you go ahead. You tell them why. Well, it's dumb. I t- okay. First of all, your portfolio should be about you. It has nothing to do with the current market. Current market, totally different next week than the week after that. Those, those things come and go. You should have your portfolio designed for the return you're trying to get within the volatility you're going to take. It has nothing to do with new presidents, care packages, whatever it is. That it, That's a silly thing to base it on. Correct. I was yesterday. The only person that I can see who's in my pod uh, yeah, it's my wife and my daughter, and my wife already knows everything, I think, so we can't, you know, we don't discuss money. But my daughter was going, ah, you know, I should get into Bitcoin. And we're going to talk more about Bitcoin a little later, but what she was saying is, I said, it's way up. She goes, well, why don't I just wait till it goes down and then buy some and then sell it when it goes up again? And you see, there's a problem with this. Nobody tells you when it's done going up or when it's going to start going up again after it goes down. You will not know that, no matter how smart you might think you are. And remember, you think you're a lot smarter than you are. No offense. Tom and Don are talking real money. You know there are a few things more important than planning for retirement, but it does seem complex and convoluted. That's why Tom and I created RetireMeet back in 2015. This year, thanks to COVID, RetireMeet is going both virtual and national. And since you'll be doing your own catering, it's absolutely free. All we ask is that you sign up in advance at RetireMeet.com so we can make sure we have enough capacity for everyone. This year's lineup will be our best ever, featuring experts on retirement investing, income generation, social security, long-term care, senior housing, estate planning, and more. Of course, Tom and I will be hosting, the consumer man Herb Weisbaum will be there, and we'll be presenting a huge double keynote address featuring both Paul Merriman and Dimensional Fund's founder, David Booth. Since you can sleep in and even attend in your pajamas, there's no reason to miss Retire Meet America 2021, so reserve your free tickets now at retiremeet.com. That's retiremeet.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hello there. Welcome back to our little get-together. We're actually here on the day after Christmas because we have nothing else to do. Eight five Except eat grape nuts. 855 uh, no, I was just going to re- rewrite the song. Grape nuts roasting oh, on an open... You know, fun- oh, that is even worse than dad humor. Sorry. I'm sorry, well, it but is dad it, humor, it so. is dead. You're right. It's dad humor. Yeah. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. We'd love to talk money with you as we're going to do with Matt. Matt, welcome to the show. Can you hear me, guys? Greetings. Yes, sir. Greetings. Okay. All right. I'm on duty right now. 
So I have to, what I'll do is I'll tell you exactly, uh, see if you can give me uh, help on this. Is wait, wait, really, wait. Are, uh, are you a police officer? Yes. If if you get a call, can we ride along? Yes. I'm joking. Okay, go ahead, Matt. <laughs> Talk about bad dad joke. Know, go I'm ahead. Sorry. Okay, the main thing is this, and then I'll I'll leave uh, the phone here, and then I'll hear on the on the radio. Number one, is it, uh, and you were talking about Bitcoin. Well, as, as dumb as I am, I would never go to Bitcoin. I hope nobody else does either. Is it really a, uh, what's the best thing to do to, when you rebalance? I'm mostly with Vanguard, and I have mostly index funds. Do you, when you rebalance, is it uh, smart to go before the end of the year or the new year? And since I'm in mostly Vanguard index funds, there's three select funds, and I'll give you the abbreviations here, and uh, get your opinion on these. One is Fidelity Select Healthcare, F-S-P-H-X. I'll say it again, F-S-P-H-X. The next one, Matthews China Investor, M-C-H-F-X. M C H F X. Okay. The last one, E T F. I shares F S G, and it's S U S A S U S A. So there you have. And what's that one hold? Funds. I got it. And okay. uh, your opinion on those three select funds and okay. rebalance end of the year, first of the yep. year. I'll let you go, and I'll hear on the radio. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very much. I'll you, take you start I'll with take the, re- the rebalance. You start with yep. the rebalance. I'll do the funds. Yep, Matt. Thank you for uh, for your service too. All right. So here's the thing on the rebalancing. It doesn't matter. Uh, and by the way, I want to point something out. Rebalancing generally, you should be very careful. This is in a taxable type of account, not in. A, if it's in an IRA, no problem because you don't worry about taxes. When you get into a regular brokerage account account, you need to pay attention to this because you don't want to be selling a lot of things that could create a tax hit. In that case, maybe you do want to wait till next year, just pushing those taxes down the road. But there is no better time of year for all of this. I think annually is great if you're doing this on your own. Remember, most of the time you want to buy or sell the things that have gone up and buy the things that have gone down, get back to the correct percentages that make up your portfolio. But there is no one time better than another when it comes to rebalancing now i'll do the funds uh let's start with the health care let's first let's start with just some general perspective on on specific sector style investing we fervently disbelieve in the concept because what you're doing is you're betting on a sector and you're uh, you're actually thinking that you're going to outperform or outguess the experts on wall street whatever fund is is um, whatever fund is doing today is what its fair price is. That's what its fair price is. Healthcare is fairly priced based on the situation, not only today, but the one that we expect in the future. Healthcare stocks are fairly priced. You will not likely win by betting on the healthcare sector. Same thing with China. China's shares are fairly priced. The other problem with betting on a company or country like China, company too, is the fact that it is actually a very small market. There aren't a lot of stocks in that market. It doesn't make up a huge 
percentage of the global equity market, and it's sort of a fringe market. It's very volatile, very, very risky. And finally, the last one, the the SUSA, the iShares, that's an ESG portfolio. Ah, okay. which which means it's a uh, social responsibility portfolio, environment, social, yeah. government. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's a tiny fund. It really only has two hundred securities in it, so it's a very limited ESG product. And I think you could probably find better ones. Yeah, and just to close the book on these things, healthcare. Again, you're making a bet on a particular sector. This is how I look at it. You're saying that's going to make more than the whole market over time. Nobody has any idea. And by the way, healthcare had a great run in the uh, 2010 through 2020. China has had a great year, by the way. Ch- both Chinese stocks that are traded on American exchanges and Chinese stocks have had a great year. So you're going to look at that and say, I got to own that. Well, mm-hmm. again, you own a global portfolio. You do own that. ESG, as you mentioned, uh, Vanguard's got some very fine products. Uh, um, Dimensional Funds has fine products. There's others that could do this in a way that would be far more diversified than 200 stocks. That's the key. Far more diversification. And let me tell you, Matt, real quickly, what you're doing is exactly what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. You are looking at what has done well and projecting that performance forward. China has done well. Healthcare has done well. That is no guarantee they're going to keep doing that. In fact, there is no guarantee. There is no even high degree of certainty that that will continue. So you're better off just being massively diversified and don't try to beat the market. And we give you three fund portfolios at Fidelity, Vanguard, and Schwab at TalkingRealMoney.com. Don's just redone the website. It's beautiful. You can go there and find those portfolios find them very easily, easily now. and build it correctly and not make bets on particular sectors as we head into the new year. 855-935-TALK is our number, and Chris is next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Chris. Hi. So pretty soon I'm going to start working for a company it has a mega backdoor Roth conversion. I've read the basics about it. I'm interested if there's any gotchas or what you have to say is the strategy I should go for that. So what you're talking about is the fact that you'll be able to, instead of saving, and how old are you, Chris? I'm 56. I am doing the full uh, 401k and mm-hmm. The makeup, and I, my understanding yep. is that I would be able to additionally contribute in excess fifteen thousand into the four hundred one k. That then I would have to kick over and convert into a Roth post tax. Correct. That's the back. That's, that, exa- that's the back door. Yep. That's the back door. The super supercharge. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. I don't know of any tricks to it. I think mm-hmm. it's just a great a great thing that your company's offering you. If you're able to do it, that's terrific. And again, then when you retire in hopefully 10 years or so, you're going to have more post-tax money you can use to live on. I love it. It's hard to find a downside except the fact you got to pay taxes on it, but that's the way it would work anyway. So, um, gee, yeah, it sounds terrific to me. Thanks for the call, Chris. I'd do it if I had the dough and uh, was really trying to supercharge my retirement, which is a wise thing to do. 855-935-TALKS, our number. Call. We've got lines open. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry. We can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. 
Tom and Don are talking real money. Did you know Bitcoin is up to like 26,000 ridiculous dollars? Oh, help us. Help us now. I mean, please. really. I mean, think about it. Uh, uh, two years ago, it was $3,000. A few months before, yeah. it was 3000 It was $20,000. It went to 20000 It went to 20000 Then it went to 3500 or something. Now it's back up to 26000 That's just volatile. That's just, yeah, I mean, that's I the epitome a... of volatility. <laughs> Folks, wild ride like this since my first marriage. This is crazy. So, no, I wouldn't wow. do it. I don't even know how to take that one. Thank goodness I don't know how to take it because the visuals would just be disturbing. Uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Uh, call and help us out. And uh, I'll just grab one of the questions that people have sent in oh, at yeah, TalkingRealMoney.com. They type sure. them. People love typing questions. I don't understand. Anyway, subject, Roth IRA for my 20-year-old son. Here you go. You ready, Tom? Mm-hmm. Looking to get my son Jack into an IRA as a retirement vehicle. He is sitting on a pretty good chunk of cash in his savings account from wages while he lives at home and attends college online for the time being. We have a Merrill Lynch advisor who manages my father-in-law's investments, and she recommends <laughs> what MFECX Growth Fund. With a whopping, hey, go, uh, here, How much? let me give you the, let me tell you, I, I'm trying to remember what the fund is. It's an MFS growth fund, I think. It's, yeah. M, MFS, what did I say it was? MFS, darn it. M, oh, MFECS, MFECX, ECX is the MFS growth C shares. Oh yeah, let's. I let me just guess on the expense oh, ratio prior yeah. to this lovely C. Yeah, that's probably half a percent or something, right? I don't know. No, Plus. try one point six six. Oh God's sakes! <laughs> Come on. Yeah, he goes on to say, oh. I think I think this is too young for. I think this is too much for a young kid to pay over and over again because every time you put money in, I, you know well, what? No, it's forever, too, too for much years for an old it. person yeah. to pay because yeah. that's a ridiculous. All right, I'm going to go with this will be VT easy... for victory. VT for victory. Yeah. Ah, uh, that is, and you can get so VT is an exchange traded fund operated by Vanguard, yeah. where you own yeah. the whole world, yeah, nine thousand stocks, and I think it's eight basis points. Now you compare that to one and a half percent. Uh, one, I can't do one math. Two, I'm not smart enough to do it. One and two thirds percent. When you throw the so really, wolves. really <sighs> the difference is a little over one and a half percent a year. So yeah. all the Vanguard fund has to do is it can actually underperform by one and a half percent per year and still do better than the MFS fund, which isn't likely to happen. And this illustrates though. One of the problems with stockbrokers, that Merrill Lynch advisor and many others, is in their zeal to sell you a fund that appears to not have a five and three quarter percent commission going in up front. They sell you what is called a C share. A C share is a sneaky load share. They are still going to get their five percent commission. They will get their five percent commission. You just won't know about it because they're getting it paid back through the extra 1% or three-quarters of 1% or whatever it is in the 12B1 fee that's tacked on. It's a gimmick. And I, for the life of I don't know why anybody would buy that fund, but for a young person, that is a horrible decision because, as he said, you're not just paying it today, you're paying it tomorrow, you're paying it on and on. Instead, if you buy that 
incredibly inexpensive exchange-traded funded Vanguard, mm-hmm. you're owning all those stocks. For a young person, it's absolutely a perfect setup. The growth potential is phenomenal, and you get it for almost nothing. And here's No a, comparison. Here's an idea for you. Since this is your father-in-law, you want to be in good stead with him, right? But but you don't want to tell him he's wrong about using Merrill Lynch. That's just going to put that's going to get you in trouble. So instead of doing that, you should say, "Hey, dad-in-law, I've been listening to this show on Como or this podcast talking real money and and you know, you're interested in investing. You probably should listen to it too. We'll take care of it from there." Tom and Don are talking real money. Learn about estate planning, Medicare, Social Security, senior housing, investing for retirement, generating income in retirement, and protecting yourself from consumer scams, along with a special keynote duo, Paul Merriman and David Booth, the founder of Dimensional Fund Advisors. Reserve your free place now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. future we're talking real money yo ho how's your dough i'm don welcome to the show that's tom over there this is talking real money we just want to talk with you about well your real money and how you deal with it 855-935-TALK is our phone number 855-935-8255 give us a call we got lines open and we're actually here I don't know why my daughter. And many of you, my daughter many of you like to. Uh oh, many of you like to write us instead because it feels more comfortable. We're happy to. We can do that. What by chat? We can do that by going to the website. All kinds of other ways. Everything okay with your daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just setting up my wife's new Apple Watch. I got her. And they Apple needed watch. How can you make a watch out of an Apple? I never have understood that, but okay. Well, it's pretty cool, actually. It's uh, you know, it's 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 and it's organic. It's an organic apple. But if I'm going to go for an edible watch, that was really again product. again that was a so, really bad dad joke. Okay, I'm going to keep them coming until I the figured show you signs would. off. So eight five five nine three five talk is our number. I got an interesting note. Actually, I got it today. I got it today from a listener. Um, the uh, listeners, I don't know, somewhere in the Midwest. And he says uh, the, the subject was a a Fisher Christmas. Have you? And we're not referring to the a Fisher going out on the Christmas. water type of Fisher Christmas, right? Where you yeah, throw the line in and try to pull something out. He said, "Tom and Don, I love your show, and have in fact called in a couple of years ago. I was considering Fisher Investments, but was hesitant as it was going to take basically putting all of my assets in one basket. They were very persistent and wanted to drive to my house." To meet me. I kept telling them I needed numbers, so they finally sent me these. So he sent me the numbers. And this is the first is, time this... I have actually yeah. seen numbers from Fisher. I'm Fisher is one of the largest registered investment advisories Correct. in the country. Mm-hmm. It's based on the work of Ken Fisher, author and mm-hmm. uh, asset manager, guy that I've actually interviewed on television. And it, it Fisher uses... Ken He's Fisher's a stock intuition. Picker. He's a stock. Yep, picker. that's what I was getting to that. Yeah, he yeah. just it's it's individual stocks. It's how Ken feels about different things. Mm-hmm. Your money goes in there. And here's the other part: they are easily the most aggressive registered investment advisory in terms of sales in the country. Once they've got your name, ho oh, oh, you're in. Speaking of a wild ride, you're in for. You got to be persistent to hold these guys off. They are all over you. Now, these numbers 
were um, they're a couple of years old because this guy just found them and decided he'd send them in. This was from when he was being pitched a while ago, and as he said, very aggressively. Uh, so this guy had a lot of money, apparently a million dollars or more. And uh, so they quoted him, they showed him their growth on a million-dollar portfolio, what it would have been. And I don't know why they picked this period. It seems a little random, but... I'm always suspicious when what, it's a random yeah, period. It, I mean, because mm. it's not a 30-year period. It's not a 40-year. Mm. It's not a 20-year. It's it's from January 1995, January 1, 1985, through December yeah. 31, 2017. And the performance number looks pretty good when you compare it to the global index. Over that period of time, his, uh, Ken's average annual return for his, glo- his global total return was an average of 9% per year, turning $1 million into $7,284,000. Which sounds great until you compare it to just a global index where you own well, okay. thousands now, of stocks. We're not comparing because the global index, the MSCI okay, index itself, only yeah. did 7.3% over that same but, period. But... If you went to our friends at IFA.com and looked at their calculator. And they build a portfolio very similar to the way we do it, which is overweighting small cap, overweighting value, kind of splitting U.S. and international evenly, um, but trying to overemphasize some of those areas where, where that have shown higher returns. And over the same period, over the same period, a million dollars would have grown to almost 10 million using that indexed style portfolio or a 10.43 percent average annual return that includes fees too by the way yeah both do include fees 855-935-TALK a second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally let one of our vestry advisors help you save your future at vestry.com v-e-s-t-o-r-y.com for your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money 855-935-8255 is our phone number 855-935-TALK and you know while we admire people who are fiduciary advisors we do uh, we like fee-only advisors. One of the things that's unique about Ken Fisher, one, he's he used to be relatively famous from Forbes back when people read Forbes, uh, but uh, but I you know, there's a there's a cachet to working with somebody like that. But he really does claim to be God's gift to stock pickers. Indeed, he does, and I think that's part of the uh, the excitement that that they sell. It's like, oh, now Ken's going to be picking stocks for you. You're going to be part of this family of all these people that have decided to latch on to this genius who's going to make you more. And then again, when you get down to it, they have not made more. It has. It there might have been times where it's way more. Sometimes they made more. Some sometimes they made less. Yeah. So yeah. But over the long, over the twenty year plus performance you just gave us, that has not been the case. So that's the thing I think people should look at. Don't get sold on the excitement. Take a real hard look at the actual numbers. And if you if it makes you feel good, well, okay. Uh, you know, you didn't get killed. Eight five five. But that's the problem though, because he has these limited equity portfolios with just a, a few stocks. And you could get killed. You really could. Good, good thing it hasn't happened yet. But as a matter of fact, just to give you an idea, this is something to help put 
this whole business of taking risk in perspective. I was looking at that index funds portfolio, the IFA portfolio, yeah. mm-hmm. which is all stocks, globally diversified, overemphasizing small cap and value, which makes it more aggressive and more volatile. And here's the thing that worries me when people get into all equity portfolios. I look at the million dollars and it grows over the course of few, a few years from a million to over two million by 2001. Then, then it loses $200,000 like that. Yeah. You lost 10% of your money like that. And then you're going, uh oh, but then you hang Uh-oh. it, you hung in there, came back up, made it all back. Then it grew to three million. Then it grew to almost four million. Then it grew to almost five million. Uh, what year was that? Two thousand. I was going to say two thousand seven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Two thousand eight. Five million to three million. Yeah, I mean, this is part of the problem for people that want to all be all in stocks. For one thing, you should know how much. Exposure need to have stocks and to have the bonds there to sort of keep your money in times like 2008. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just remember, you're gonna ha- you're gonna take a hit. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Bill, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Oh, I thought it was Bill. Yeah, Robert, let's go to Robert. Hey, Robert, it's your turn then. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Uh, so, so hey, this is Robert. Thanks so much for having me. Um, so my question is. I'm a college student. I'm on a budget. Uh, I want to know if there's an industry that I see that is, I truly believe is going to be blowing up, for example, uh, EV batteries. How can I get into something like that uh, with no experience and with, uh, without spending a, a ton of money in an account? Wait, well, so you want to make an investment no, in no, EV batteries. A, a gamble, is that what you said? A gamble. Oh, I see. You're, he didn't yeah, say okay. gamble, but that's what I'm saying. I know. Okay, I got it. How can you get in? That's an individual stock? Well, no. E- electric vehicle batteries. Go oh, my God. Okay, you lost you me. You are okay. a Luddite. You didn't well, know what didn't an EV Japan, was? Japan today decided that no more gas cars in 10 years. Yeah. Well, which is, wow, that's a big yeah. deal. That's a big deal. Oh, no. Deal. EV batteries are going to explode. Let me tell you the I didn't problem. understand what you're saying. The, let, me, let me just give you the problem, Robert. You're not the okay. only person who knows that. Okay. Okay. If you if you know it, all the people with millions and billions of dollars to invest also know it, and they've already bid the prices of those stocks up to that expectation. So in order for you to make money on EV battery stocks, you they would have to go higher than everybody expects them to go. Because Which the they expectation, very well may. The, but the expectation yeah. is built in already. Okay. You're better off. You're better off. Here, how much money do you could you in the course of a month save and invest? Uh, probably about five hundred dollars. Oh heck, that's great. Huh? Huh? Do you have a job? Good start. Um, I do. So you earn an income. This yes. is so cool. Here's what I here's what I would do. You got five hundred. I would go one. I go set up an account with Acorns. All right. Acorns okay. is way cool because you spend money. You got a like a credit card or a debit card, and you buy things once in a while, right? Right. Every time you buy something, they're going to round it up to the next dollar and put that money into a an, a portfolio of very aggressive exchange traded funds that will own EV battery stocks and electric car companies and Apple and other tech companies. Then 
the money you can save over and above that, you set up a systematic withdrawal from your from your checking account into what is called an Acorns Later Roth IRA. Where they will build the same type of They'll build the same portfolio. kind of portfolio, but it'll yeah. go into a Roth IRA, which will grow tax-free for the rest of your life. Okay. That's how you're going to make money. You're never going to make the big killing. The big killing is something you could do, you might do at Vegas. And the odds of you doing it on the stock market are not much better than the odds of you doing it in Vegas. Or you might start your own small business. You might make it, you might create, you know, work hard, pr- provide a product or service that grows a lot and sell that and make a killing. There's an, that's yeah. another way. Or get into a company. You, you start working at Microsoft in 1985. You get, I mean, something like that might come along, but don't try to do it by picking an individual company or picking an individual sector or something you think will be, or we'll talk about this next hour, something like Bitcoin that you're sure is going to make you rich when it very well may not. The failure rate is high, and you have to get incredibly lucky. And when we talk luck, we're not talking about investing anymore. We're talking about gambling. So that's what that would be our advice to you, Robert. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome. Good luck, and if you keep saving, you're going to be rich. Even You're going to have such a comfortable retirement. If you put 400, 500 bucks a month away in a Roth IRA for the rest of your life, oh, Man. Yes. And starting at that young age when you're in college, you'll, gives have, you a you'll huge, have over a million dollars. That's with an H, too, by the way. Huge, huge. advantage over most people. It's Un- terrific. So I mean, well done. Yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you're thinking about this, too. That's another thing. Most young people don't even, it, it, it's the other side of the equation. It's how much is left on my Starbucks. Oh, it's we, more had, that. we had Robert and Bill backward. It was Robert, then Bill. Oh. You Oops, told him to me to Bill. backward. Bill, you oh, there? Oh, well, see, he hung up because we thought he wasn't there. I feel bad now. Well, you should. Sorry, Bill. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Hope 2021's better for <laughs> but, you. You know, Robert's call, Robert's call illustrates something that's so normal. It, it's particularly normal with with younger folks, which both of us were at one point. When I was in my 20s and I was working on Wall Street, I took chances crazy stupid chances because i thought i knew things and and i did know about things that were going to go up they did go up but everybody else knew about them too so nobody made a killing on them except the people who got in on the on the initial public offering or something and next hour we'll talk about just one of those things that's highly speculative and people are going to get rich using it or in the next podcast are talking real money now everyone can meet the retirement of their dreams at retire meet america 2021 online sign up now for free at retiremeet.com that's retiremeet.com your guides to a really great financial future tom and don are talking real money <laughs> i have literally two seconds <laughs> go to retiremeet.com that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other 
programs that say something similar. Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a family registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.